Lexiton. Wisdom shared by the housewives and the occasional house husband of Scotland in the pages of the Sunday Post in the 1950s. Whatever will they make of it today? Welcome back to Pass It On. Welcome back. Feisty today, isn't he? Yes. I'm up for it today. (laughs) We're on one of my favourite subjects today. Which is? Ironing. Ironing. Steve, you've never ironed anything in your life. Um, Well, well, the shirt he's wearing today is very crisply pressed. Do you you reckon that was a a Steve job? Mm, Either a Steve job or a wife job. Well, I can tell you. I can tell you. Exclusively reveal. I can exclusively reveal to you, although you cannot see me, dear listener. This (laughs) shirt was ironed by me, but. We'll put a picture on the Twitter account, don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> not the sleeves, though, because I've rolled the sleeves up. However, I did not iron one thing until I was 24. Mm-hmm. Because my mother regarded ironing as her place, her thing to do, that she enjoyed doing, as far as I could see, and that little boys like me, and I was still a little boy at 24 when I eventually yeah. left home, and I wasn't allowed to iron. It was actually a bit of a shock. In case you burnt yourself. No, no, it was just it was because it was her job. And I think this is gonna sound terribly sexist, but women regard I think we're well ironing. past that yeah. stage, <laughs> Steve, to be honest. <laughs> All right, okay. This is gonna sound no more sexist than I usually sound. <laughs> but women wanted to iron. Oh my god, I'm gonna get Pillerate for yes, that. Yes, you are. Yes, the Pass It On pod on Twitter, if you wish to um, express your <laughs> discontent with Steve's attitude to gender <laughs> equality. <laughs> Sorry, let, let's, let's think about this. So I'm talking about 50 years ago, and women, as far as I could see, enjoyed ironing. And let me give you one of the Pass It On tips, because I'm going to press my button again. If you ever scorch his shirt with the iron... Spread a starch and cold water paste over the mark. Dry in the sun, the sun, then brush. In Scotland. (laughs) If mark doesn't yield to this treatment, boil shirt again. And wait until you hear who this one's from. This is from a Mrs. A.E. Shapland, 257 Turnpike Road, Fitchburg, Massachusetts, USA. My goodness. So, they weren't, we weren't limited just to Scotland. The Sunday gone? Post spread its tentacles to all corners of the world, even yes. America. We know all about the Sunday Post. Can I, just, I point out that like, it's, it's genuinely fascinating to me that there is, even encoded in the pronouns in that uh, tip, mm-hmm. there's gender politics. Yes. There is. Because uh-huh. it's, it's ironing his shirt. It is. It, I'm, I'm glad you noticed that because it backs up my point that I am not being a nasty, horrible, sexist person. You're not just I, being a... No, <laughs> I guess that was probably just the way that wasn't it? It was the way it was. And as far as I could tell, like I say, from what I saw from my mum and my aunts and my cousins, women did the ironing, men did not do the ironing. There were jobs that men did and there were jobs that women did. It's, it's worth saying you like ironing, don't you, Connie? I do. See, in front of a movie in the living room, it goes quite quickly, but... I wouldn't. I wouldn't do wait, it just on my free will. It's like when you've got a mountain pile and you think, right, I really. I can make it go it. faster for you. Oh, of course you can. I can. I can listen to this. Like, mm-hmm. it's an iron tip, and it's from Mrs. D. McMillan, one six seven Garioch Road, Glasgow. Ironing tip: When ironing, slip off shoes and stand on a cushion. Any amount of ironing can be done without fatigue. Isn't that? Do you do that, Connie? When no, you're I watching don't stand the movies? on a cushion. Why not? Well, well, will you do it I've from now on? I've normally got my slippers on. Well, here's the question, so I, I guess. Are we assuming, perhaps, then, that the lady in that tip was standing on a 
either wooden or concrete yes, floor. Yes, that's what I was thinking. Probably. Or uh, is she very short and needs a bit of extra <laughs> height? And and so, but but if if you know us pampered, um, cosseted, zennials, millennials, and generations are standing on carpet, genuinely, do you think that's what it might be? I think she was probably standing on linoleum, which is is very hard. That would have been on top of either a wooden or concrete floor. There weren't many concrete floors; they were mostly uh, wood. If you were in a tenement up the stairs, it was wood, mm. and it would have been very tiring to to stand on that for for a long time to do a lot of ironing, and bear in mind you did not have the modern type of iron. No. It was an old-fashioned iron. Some of them, they were heated remotely. You put it on something that heated it up itself, mm-hmm. and then you had to iron with it. You would spit on it, spray starch on it, mm. uh, pour water on what you were about to iron, and then run this piece of hot metal over the top of it. There was no such thing as squish a spray of steam, none of that modern no stuff. No scented, rose-scented <laughs> ironing water, water that you can put in your... Does anyone actually use ironing water? I did once, and it was quite nice. Yeah, it, so it was right what, what's ironing water? A so squishy it, bottle with water, smelly water in it, effectively. Yeah, so How much it, does this cost? In, if you go down mm. the Lenore and everything else aisle in the supermarket, <laughs> you will find, find still... launched about a Decade ago, maybe a bit really? longer ago than that in Scotland. Sorry, I've never heard. It's like of a tumble dryer this. sheet, a scented tumble dryer, which I quite enjoy. But you know what that is? That's a sappy thing for people who can't be bothered to squish water themselves, and it's a con. That's what I'm saying. Tumble dryers are probably my most used form of ironing. Connie, I'll tell you why ironing was so important. Because a man Listeners, out he's just put his book down. <laughs> There's something he's I wish to pointing a and very now he's forceful po- stance. And now he's pointing. I've got a hand on hip and I am pointing because I am about to tell you something. Mm. Ironing was important because a man in an iron shirt was a respectable man. Came from a good home. He did. And a home where either his mother or his wife looked after him. Yeah. Which is shocking. <laughs> no, it's not. It's, it's a it's a picture of a functioning family. Steve, do you do all the ironing in your house? Or just your own? Is it a one of, like, do your own ironing houses? Um, I don't even do all of my own ironing. No, no you just do it when you need it. I do, yeah. Uh, if my wife, if she's not managed to, to get away from the kitchen sink and hasn't done the ironing yet, I would have to iron for myself. I don't like doing it. And Clearly. I don't like... Um, this is a real, this is a real revealing comment. I don't like my son to see me doing it. <gasps> it's a subconscious sort of thing because I think it's not manly. Now you see, this is a genuine. I'm, I'm properly fascinated by this because I have had exactly the same thought in exactly the opposite way. So I do most of the ironing in our house, and I was really, I, it was one of those things I was sort of self congratulating myself on that my daughter from the age of zero had seen her father iron and I thought that was a a good thing for her mm-hmm. to appreciate that you know you know anyone it's, can do it. it's a t- it's a yeah. tiny you know I'm hardly smashing the patriarchy by ironing guys but <laughs> but it, for me it was a really important thing that she especially because she's a girl she saw that her dad did most yeah. of the ironing because I still am of the generation that associates certainly that yes. kind of housework yeah. with mm-hmm. women's work mm-hmm. uh-huh. mm-hmm. i Actually, it says quite a lot about me that I don't want my son yes. to see me iron. But does your it's son revealing. do his own ironing? He does at times, but then he has a different mentality to it. At yeah. times, he does not mind having a non-ironed shirt. Whereas no, I don't to either. me, you can't, you can't even... If, if you hang... My granny used to say, if you hang it upright, it doesn't need ironed. <laughs> you should hang shirts up by the oxter, the armpit. It still needs ironed. 
Even a non-iron shirt needs iron. But here's the thing as well, you see. So you're talking about starch in some of these tips. Is that like potato starch? Like (laughs) it's it's basically same basic idea, yeah. yeah. Mm. But but your shirt is not starched. It is not starched, and it's not that type of shirt. But it's been a very. You would never starch even a dress shirt, would you, Steve? These days, I would. would If I wanted to look my best for a formal occasion, I would insist upon a shirt that did not crease and. To do that, it would need to be a very, very good quality mm. silk or cotton, perhaps, mm. shirt. A silk and I w- shirt. Well, silk shirt doesn't... <laughs> like a kind uh, of Latin American dancer. <laughs> no, not Billy <laughs> sleeves, yeah. gold and embroidery. And the front. <laughs> well, yeah, I can see the attraction in that. But, but no, a good silk quality shirt uh, of a certain type of silk. I'm not even sure if it is silk, but there are expensive, good-looking shirts that you get that will not crease when you take your jacket off and look Good, and if you look good in your shirt, you look businesslike. You yeah, but I'm going to press you on this. Uh, literally, I'm going to press you on it. Would, <laughs> would, you, would you would you starch a shirt? I would starch a shirt. Yeah, yeah. I, I think that's a reasonable thing. I to wouldn't do. know where to get starch. You right. get spray starch these days. Spray starch. Yeah. Interesting. Well, we'll discuss some more starch further stories, and um, just after we take this quick break, we'll be right back. You can, if you're of a certain age, remember the type of person who would write into the Sunday Post with tips. They were house-proud, resourceful, capable, clever people who saw problems and thought of solutions. I'm proud to have brought their genius back in the pages of these books. You can get 20% off both Pass It On books if you use the discount code PODCAST at the checkout at dcthompsonshop.co.uk. Check the episode notes for details and terms. Okay, that's us back, and I believe Steve has flicked through his book for another very interesting tip. I don't have to flick through, I have it memorised. Oh. That's how good I am. Of right, is. what was it you were talking about earlier on? Start. Rose. No. Oh. It's getting old, you oh, see. The rose, can't rose quite remember. Flavored <laughs> wa- no, not rose-flavoured, rose-scented water. Right, okay. Squishy stuff. I can tip, I can give you a tip that's better than that. Sweet smelling, see? It's already better than your one. Sprinkle cologne on your ironing board and allow to dry before ironing blouses and delicate underwear. The heat of the iron makes them sweetly fragrant until they are washed again. That's from Miss Helen Smith, 18 Bank Street, Glasgow. She's a saucy old minx, isn't she? Cologne on your underwear. No, she's a Miss Smith, and I think that's... Oh, well, there you go, Gracie, wee number. (laughs) Saucing it. But she couldn't be ironing her husband's shirts no. because she wouldn't want them to be smelling so of iron. cologne. Although it does beg the question, where does she get the cologne? Because it's cologne not just own. for men. Yes. Yeah. I, yeah. Well, I would assume so. There is a famous thing. If you uh, work on a giggle, have a quick search on social media channels for, if you search for the words his and colon, C-O-L-O-N, because you will come across women Misspelling cologne. I've seen it, yeah. And I love know, the spell. Ah, of my the dad's cologne. <laughs> it's, it's amazing. But that's not quite what Mrs. Smith, Miss Smith, was uh, aiming for uh-huh. here. Even though she was um, who, ironing her Grundies. Who irons their underwear? My mother-in-law. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Pause. Pause. Oh. It's another one. <laughs> Top tip. This was. Mm. It saves a lot of ironing. Hang out your nylon undies, dripping wet. You'll be surprised how little ironing they need. It's ringing, especially by hand, that makes the creases. And mm. that's from M. Whiteside, 83 Aikenhead Avenue, Coatbridge, who might be a man. Unlikely, but might be a man. 
But I, I doubt a man would be wearing nylons. I don't, I don't mean no. nylon tights, I mean mm. nylon underwear. True. Mm. However, it does open the door to these people clearly <laughs> ironed their underwear. Yeah, I'm not about that life. <laughs> Although, we just got our bed delivered oh, in yes. front of the house. And I just bought, like, kind of just any old cheap sheets from Dunelm or something. Um, and <laughs> bleep it out, bleep it out. <laughs> and just because we needed someone to put on the bed. And I was upset. I'm obsessed with my new bed. It's amazing. It's beautiful. But the the unironed sheets look absolutely crap. Really, they oh, are so they look so sheets. bad. So I haven't taken them off to iron them, but I'm just kind of rolling about on them, hoping that it will <laughs> oh. decrease them a little bit. But what a disappointment! I, I thought know, you were going to be to join the ironing. No, but now there. now I might iron my sheets or at least put them in the tumble dryer because it really it's ruining the Connie, kind of whole look. Connie, I think the pass it on tips are <laughs> rubbing off on you. No, no, no. Just just you're one becoming, set of sheets. You're becoming a proud and. Uh, Fastidious housewife. <laughs> ah, but you see, it's not about um, putting on the show for the neighbours. It's not about no. keeping up appearances because one trusts and hopes that your neighbours aren't going to see your bed sheets in. Well, I hope so, but also the ensuite door has a terrible habit of just flying open mid shower <laughs> or whatever, <laughs> and I can't get it to stop. I've, even when you, well, I don't lock it, so I should probably lock it, but I'm not that bothered, you know. Yeah. It just, and my direct neighbours across the road. Sometimes I wonder, but it's fine. I'm not that bothered. <laughs> It's only but <laughs> on the other hand, then by the same virtue, um, nobody would ever see, or almost almost nobody would ever see your underwear. But these people no. ironed them anyway, which I think says a lot oh, for their state of mind and the type of people they are. Even though things, even though nobody was ever going to see their hard work and their ironing, they did it anyway. Although mm. I, I must confess that that. Miss Smith with her her uh, colonial underwear. <laughs> I suspect that she thought somebody might see her underwear. No, yeah. no she, she just wanted <laughs> to smell nicer. She would waft by in a imperious lady way. No, and she would leave. That's her. how you get infections. That's <laughs> <laughs> asking for trouble. That is. What? What are you talking about? <laughs> infections? What? what? You didn't have that infections in the 1950s. The, the French disease. No, <laughs> indeed. Uh-huh. It, was, it was called all forms of nastiness. That's what it was called. Anyway, I've just caught sight of something that I want to bring your attention to. Mm-hmm. Because, frankly, you won't know what I'm talking about. No. <laughs> Candle- <make> change. <laughs> Candlewick care. Now, I know full well you have no idea what Candlewick is. I do. You do not? Well, is it the string stuff you put through a candle and you I can make candles so that would be candle wick <laughs> Steve looks so delighted with that answer I can't tell you <laughs> no you okay. are you're very very far off the map oh, she, she's candle not, she, she's, no she's, she's not, not wrong no don't just give her excuses she's, <laughs> she's, she's wrong she's young and she doesn't know and I know something that she doesn't know which makes me old I and wise <laughs> I'm just going to point out she's absolutely correct in one sense of the yeah. word. Um, what would you say if you were lighting a candle? I'm lighting the candle wick. wick. Wick of the candle. You know what I mean. Utter, utter nonsense. And <laughs> again, that. But if I Google it, it'll come up with the wick of a candle. I bet you it doesn't, eh? I bet it does. I bet you another shiny right. sixpence. Yes, you've got phone I'm, I'm going to Google while Steve's on his next tip. Go on yeah, then, go on then. Right. I will give you the tip and you will see how incorrect you are. Okay. You ready? Mm. Candlewick care. A candlewick bedspread should be washed in mild suds, rinsed well and hung in the wind and sun until nearly dry. The wind fluffs it up again. Shake well, but do not iron. When aired, spread over the bed 
and brush with a clean brush. That's from Miss Mary Ritchie of Lonmay, Aberdeenshire. 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 <laughs> the posh up there. Yep. So it is not a wick of a candle. Okay. It was a type of bedspread that had stuff that, a sort of pattern over it that was raised, and mm. it may have looked from a distance, right. to a not very intelligent person, as like a candle wick. Like but thin it was sort of stripes, but yes. raised. Yes. Right. Do you remember seeing them? Um, no, but Chris, tell me your answer. Sorry, Connie's just desperate because uh, she caught my eye as, as, I was, as Steve was distracted by looking that up. Um, <laughs> I thought I'd be kind to Steve because I happen to know that Candlewick in the sense that Steve means is spelled as one word. So I thought I would try it as one word because I thought that would give him a bit of a waiting. But I'm afraid that even with that uh, tip that uh, comes up on the first tip, which is Wikipedia's disambiguation page, Candlewick can refer to the wick of a candle. Yeah. It can also refer to Candlewick, a ward in London, or Candlewick, brackets, fabric, brackets, a thick, soft cotton See, fabric. yours is last. The hospital comes before your... I'll tell you why it's last, because what? Wikipedia is wrong. Oh. <laughs> it okay. is. Ah, Candlewick has two words, mm. is the wick of a candle, but Candlewick bedspreads, everybody who has some seasoning to them, such as me. Such as salt and pepper hair. Gra- gra- excellent word, gravitas and seasoning. Mm. Would recognise Candlewick as a type of bedspread that we all had and which, in my experience, were invariably a sort of light green colour. You see, oh, that mint. just reminds me of those beds you stay in, in like sort of seaside B&Bs mm-hmm. and um, with older relatives. Caravans. That are just... Uh, caravans, exactly. <laughs> that are just sheets and... Spreads and oh, it's and lovely. very just uncomfortable. Give me a duvet, just a, yeah. a nice eider oh, down. I bought a feather duvet and it's very heavy. I, yes, it's like I'm not. A I real didn't actually one? Re- Yeah, I didn't realise it was a feather. I'm just not it. Don't you think Connie's really posh? <laughs> she's fine. Feather duvet. But, feather but duvet. what's worse is I think my boyfriend's allergic to it. What a terrible <laughs> shame! He'll have to sleep somewhere else. <laughs> Hang on, what, what were duvets called back in the day? Dovets. Continental, Continental quilts. quilts that but not in. until about the seventies. They weren't called anything at all. They were called quilts because duvet was a, a terribly um, twee and um, middle class. And, Indeed, uh, it was a very you, you would think somebody had ears if, yes. they, if they said they yes. had a duvet. It was a quilt. I remember my mother had. An extremely heavy quilt, I think, might have been war issue. That was virtually <laughs> indestructible. It was. <laughs> and when she put it on top of us when we were in bed, Squished you couldn't you. actually move. <laughs> that was why. See, we used to call them, my family called them the Dovet. Yes. Because that's how it's spelled. Yes. <laughs> that, that, Connie told that story, which is entirely fictitious, just to... Um, skewer <laughs> no. the, the vision we were creating <laughs> for it. her of being posh and buying a feather duvet. <laughs> I didn't mean oh, no. Con- spelled. Connie's really posh puffing. by any measure. Connie's posh. I kind of have to pat it down so I can watch the television, otherwise it just raises. Television in bed, Steve? <laughs> nah, nonsense. Only occasionally. <laughs> Nobody watches television in bed because you television asleep. belongs in the corner with its two antennas sticking up and the black and white three channels. And the, and the, the, the louvered doors that you can shut yes, and lock. Yes, And all the street's children gathered around to watch it. Right, okay. I did see, incidentally, the other day on Reddit, I saw a picture of a beautiful piece of... It was a it looked like a radiogram. This very long, low piece of furniture. Mm-hmm. But it was actually a TV set. 
cum drinks cabinet. Cool. <laughs> but the TV set itself was about, you know, eight, ten inches um, diagonal. It was a tiny wee tube in the middle of it. But it was a beautiful piece of uh, stained dark wood, very d- elegant deco uh, design. But then it had a 65-inch <laughs> LCD <laughs> whacked on top of it. <laughs> and they did, but they kept, you know, the drinks cabinet still worked. Yeah. Yeah. It's a very handy TV set. I saw a set. Singer um, sewing machine, sort of legs and all, made into a dressing table. And it was actually really cool. My mother had one of those with the pedal thing yeah. below. Oh, I love that. It's a great that. sound. My granny had yeah. a Singer sewing machine. Not like that, though. It was a sort of tabletop one. Oh, but yeah, an electric yeah. one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right, give us sorry, one more, if we can, Sorry. I'll give you one more, yeah. but before we go on, I've no idea what Reddit is that you've just mentioned. What's that? <laughs> just a social networking <laughs> aggregation Okay, site. you've lost yeah. me there then. You can get like um, information on like Game of Thrones and stuff like that. Because sometimes they have... Right. Is Game of Thrones a bit like Zed cards then? I don't know what Game of Thrones <laughs> is. <laughs> right, I'm going to give you one more tip, and I think it adds to uh, to what we've been talking about. It's yeah, about what you iron and what you do not iron. You ready? Well, apparently they iron everything. They do they definitely iron everything. Gloves. No. Oh way. no. <laughs> seriously. Yes, yeah, seriously. Fabric or net gloves. That would melt it. <laughs> no, it wouldn't. I'm, well, I'm, I'm going, mean, I'm going to Venus tell you Connie, how. In Venice, mm. Connie, clothes are fabric. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> right. Fabric or net gloves put through a thin permanent starch last twice as long and get this, don't iron. But press between two clean sheets of paper. Hmm. And that was from Mrs. Marion Murray, 91 Curling Crescent, Glasgow. Who's now got she's far too much time on her hands. <laughs> she's, she's clearly not. <laughs> oh, God. Sorry, I want to, I want to leave now. If, if Connie started cracking jokes, I'm going. <laughs> My jokes can be quite good. Name one. What I mean, do you, that, I mean that, okay, that one was, okay, that okay, was okay. reasonable. This is my favourite joke in the whole wide world. What do you call a Scotsman that's nearly home? Don't do it. Hamish. <laughs> See, that is yeah, actually like that incredibly clever. Is that what passes for humour in the modern <laughs> yes. Okay, 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 I'm gonna give you I'm gonna give you mine real quick. What is the best thing about Switzerland? Oh the chocolate? Nah, uh, true, but the flag's a big plus. Um, oh, that's me. rubbish. It's just my favourite. What did the, the fish say when it swam into a concrete wall? Damn. Uh, <laughs> Classics. <laughs> They're like pub jokes, aren't they? Have we had somebody deliver a batch of Christmas crackers? <laughs> yeah. We'll, we'll save this for the Christmas episode. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah oh, we should please do me that. no. Right, Steve, give us one, one more and then one we're last nonsense. Tip. Yeah. Right, okay. You'll, you'll all want to know this. Are you ready? Mm. Scarves. After ironing scarves, especially chiffon, roll them round a newspaper scroll-wise. They remain uncrushed until required. Now, that's Mrs. Required. S. Required. Mrs. S. Cunningham, 23 Willoughby Road, North Shields. And again, I'm going to put it to you that that is a sign of people in the old days, wanting to look good and caring about how they look. Do you think when they unravel it, they sort of go like, and kind of whip it out, you know, like unravel the newspaper and let it roll out like a red carpet? That's kind of what I'm I, seeing. I, I admire your playfulness. <laughs> Indiana Jones kind of whip style. <laughs> like what? Do it again? <laughs> oh, the, the listener will love that. Yeah, be able to see that yeah. I like my little oh. breathe out as I do it. So. <laughs> I'm, I'm just making the point that people from the past cared more about their appearance than people nowadays. And if you walk down any street, you will see what I mean. Well, there are I'll, anyway. I'll, I'll say just one further thing. 
trousers with cuffs at the bottom. Trousers with cuffs at the bottom? Well, those pant things with <laughs> cuffs at the bottom. What about them? Ridiculous. Well, I like when people wear them, like, rolled up and then like a funky sock. In you know, like a I sausage dog sock or something. It's kind of cool. Connie, you and I are never, <laughs> ever going to agree on this. No. Never. They are quite cool. Women, oh, women, women get away with it, right? They do. Because it's, you know, you can style with a heel or, you know, like, it's not the same. Anyway. That's enough about sausage dog socks for one day. <laughs> so for any day. For any day. Please join us, me, Steve and Chris, back again next week. And where we'll be talking about more genius or possibly madness from Scotland in the 1950s. And for more nonsense from us in Scotland today. See you then. If you know anyone who'd enjoy this podcast as much as you do, we'd love it if you'd pass it on. Let them know that they can subscribe free in iTunes, Spotify, or wherever they get their podcasts. Or you could leave us a wee review or rating on iTunes to help people discover Pass It On for themselves. And don't forget, as a listener to this podcast, you can get an exclusive 20% off the Pass It On books at dcthompsonshop.co.uk by using the discount code PODCAST at checkout. Check the episode notes for details and terms.